This is Corolla Digital. Hey, you guys, it's me, Allison. I just wanted to say thank you so much for listening to the show. And if you like what you're hearing, which, come on, let's face it, you do. Make sure to tell a friend. You can find us on iTunes, the app, or my site, AllisonRosen.com. Allison Rosen, Allison Rosen is your new best friend. Allison, Allison, with her good times never end. Allison Rosen, doing the wavy pencil dance again. Allison Rosen, Allison's your new best friend. Hello, my little giant corn nuts. It's me, Allison. In case you're wondering if I made up that carb, I did not. There is something called giant or gigantic corn nuts. And they're humongous corn nuts. And I just think, what was the corn that this came from? must have been giant corn. It wasn't baby corn. It's Mega corn. So, oh, my God. How fucking cute would baby corn nuts be? <laughs> they, You know what? Actually, they wouldn't be fun to eat because it'd be like grape nuts, That's which exactly I hate. exactly what I was like, just going to say. They're like shards say. of glass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but they'd be so cute to look at if you could make out their corn nut shape. Yeah, they'd be photogenic, but fun- function-wise. You, you think you'd hurt your teeth. Do you yeah. think like Rice Krispies are cute? No. Okay, I'm, I'm just asking. <laughs> I understand like, oh, little ducks. Oh, they're cute. But like little corn nuts? I don't, I don't know. But Maybe he is in, I don't want to be the naysayer. I don't want to start the show off with negativity. Well, you did. I don't yeah. want to do that. Well, look, I don't think Rice Krispies are cute, but if regular-sized okay. rice was gigantic, then mm. I would think they're cute. You would, okay. By comparison. Cool. No, that's great. Yeah. Of course. Um, welcome to another <laughs> exciting Thursday show. <laughs> Gary is here. Hey, guys. Matt. Just here to shit on people's points. Chris. Hi, Allison. And Jenna. Hi. And as you might remember, last week I started the show by talking about how I bit my cheek and I had like a little flap of skin dangling there. just want you guys to know it's still – I have the same situation happening still. Now, what you don't know is that this show – this episode is being recorded right after the last one. So, of course I do. Now you know that. (laughs) Anyway, secrets out. Hopefully, by the time you hear this, I haven't been here for a week. Are you guys saying that this followed the last show we did? We haven't stopped. I'm so confused. Hopefully, by the time you hear this, I will no longer have some blood and like a a white blob of skin. Yeah, during the week off, me and Ty Ty had a great relationship. We hung out, (laughs) broke up. Oh man, yeah, it was on and off, but I think I think we're done for good. What is Ty Ty short for or long for? Thank you, thank you. I don't. <laughs> I just thought you might know since you guys had a relationship. No, that was just that was That's her, her given name. name. Yeah, Ty Ty. Oh, yeah. Okay, but I feel like it might be Tyler. She's weak. I don't want. I'm. I'm not into talking crap. You know, especially this with a relationship this fresh that just ended. That actually brings me to something I want to talk about. So I am the only one uh, who has watched Orange Is the New Black in this room. Is the end, including Gary? Is that correct? That's correct. correct. But I know a lot of people who have. It's really good. I really. I was hesitant to give my attention to another Netflix series after I felt a little burned by House of Cards. But I watched Orange is the New Black. It is really, really good. Um, Based on a book by this woman, Piper Kerman, uh, who went to a minimum security prison for 15 months because she transported a suitcase full of drug money, but not drugs, in uh, college. She did this thing like 10 years before. Um, And then she goes to prison. And so it follows the what happens to her in prison and her boyfriend is played by Jason Biggs uh, and 
so anyway, um, there's this – he's a writer. And in real life, her real life husband is a writer as well. But um, he, in the show and in real life as well, writes a column for a New York Times, a modern love column about his experience – uh, you know, dating someone who – with his fiance in prison. And then later he goes on NPR on the show. I don't know if he did NPR in real life as well and talks about it and, like, reveals all this stuff. And it really is spun in this way where you're not that sympathetic to him, to the way that he's – I mean, you are, but at the same time it's like this is her life. It's very dramatic for her. And he's kind of <sighs> – not exploiting it, but like making it about him by talking about his experience of it. And in watching it, it was weird for me because I'm am you know I write columns and I talk about stuff on podcasts, and I just felt a little bit of me was reflected in him in a way that I felt uncomfortable with. Um, and I don't know, it just so you saw you saw like a negative like connotation with his character. And then you, and but you saw a little bit of yourself in him too. So you're wondering if what you're doing is just bad. As bad. Yeah, kind of. Well, because I was watching it with Daniel, and he was he was really coming down hard. Like I can't believe he did that. Ugh, like this reflects with Portland. Him, I can't believe he did that. He should have passed it by her first. And the whole time I'm just hearing like, uh, the whole time I'm thinking about what I was going to write about that week in my column. Which I did write about, which is the experience of finding out that your fiance's ex girlfriend had an enormous rack. i never knew that and i don't think he was going to tell me which then it's like oh well was he hiding it i don't know it's it's weird like i never then i actually i already wrote about this so i will talk about it i don't have a big chest at all and i've never really felt self-conscious about it and it's not because i have a great body image it's because i have a terrible one however i just feel like there's so many other body parts that i worry about ahead of my chest um but all of a sudden now it's like every time he hugs me (laughs) is he like Where'd it go? <laughs> when I'm he's pretty sure with his, that's not the case. With his arm, like when he spoons me, is it like what? What? What's going on? You know, is it all just? Is it weird if you? Because he went out with her for seven years, mm-hmm. so and I feel bad. I but not ginormous is 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 too much. To but you I mean, were, yeah. think of like what women want plus one cup size is what it was. We have no idea what women want. <laughs> I'll speak boobs. for I'll speak Girls for all boobs. males listening. No clue. I know exactly what you're talking about. Thank so you. I'm right there with you. Yeah, you know, just like a pretty Maybe he ample likes bosom. the new change. Maybe it's like refreshing. Maybe. Yeah, I no, mean, I, I would probably I feel the same way if I like, you know, if I was dating a girl and then I find out, you know, she was dating like a know, porn someone, star or something. Yeah, someone like John Hamm's penis, like like a huge wiener and um I wish people could have just seen the hand motion. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah it's pretty sizable that, like, the wiener that he just created yeah. in the air. Yeah. And, no, uh, I, I. You I get, get, you get self-conscious about it, so or like I, I dated a girl in like and then I saw her ex-boyfriend. I met her and he was like super jacked, like he was really buff. And then I looked at my muscles and like they're like not even nearly that. So it was a. Uh, I hit the gym a little bit. <laughs> well, so yeah, I, but, I, I, no, no but ahead. they're with you for a reason. They love you. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, yeah, I'm not. I'm not insecure at all about the relationship. Right. I just. I think it's that thing. You're where... way funnier than she is. Thank you. Um, I think it's that – she didn't have to be funny. She had boobs. <laughs> I think it's that thing where as adults we all know that the people that we're with have pasts and you think you're cool with it until all of a sudden it confronts you in a way that you like weren't prepared for and then you're somehow less cool with it. I, have, I hate all of my husband's ex-girlfriends. I don't know them. They're probably really nice. But just <laughs> in my heart, I hate them. 
I hate them all. See, and I'm just curious. <laughs> that, I'm curious. That's like a girl thing, though, I think, because I remember when I worked at a restaurant and uh, there, were, there were two people there who were dating. And then, like, we found out that, like, the guy's ex-girlfriend was coming in to eat. And so every girl at the restaurant were like went up to this girl like oh we're ready like we're gonna hang out we're gonna we're gonna be with you tonight and like and like we're like protecting her in a way and like it was like a huge deal and I was just thinking like they didn't they didn't date for like three years like what is the big deal so I it just it, I never understood it but I think it's like a girl thing where they freak out over ex girlfriends yeah but I I really feel I I have no negative feeling about about her at all it's really just a curiosity like she's not online at all. Which to me is is off the grid. Yeah, off the grid. Because maybe I wouldn't be curious if my online stalking worked. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, no, I think it's just that weird thing of like, oh my gosh, this is someone that you were with for for seven years. You guys know each like they as much as I feel like I know him. Like she probably knows him better. You know, it's that. No, I mean, oh, in a yeah. different way. But like I said, I'm not insecure about the relationship at all. It's just this. It's just weird. Like, oh, I never. I had to adjust now my mental image. It's big bra to fill. <laughs> I get it. It's a completely different bra. I mean, it's a totally different, like, different number of hooks and eyes. Yes. Different underwire. Not, even not from the underwire. same store. Right. Yeah. Um, and the kicker. No, no, I'm not going to say that. No. What I was. <laughs> now I want to know. Um, but so I said to him, oh. And by the way, I felt like a worm when I was like, did she have a big chest? I felt like now I'm being like, oh, where were you? And what time did you, you know? And I didn't mean to. But, um, but yeah, and then I wondered, oh, were, were you not going to tell me? Except how would it have even come up anyway? I don't know. But <laughs> then, um, oh, I'm totally losing my train of thought. I'm just surrounded by boobs in my head. <laughs> Welcome to our life. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well I, I said to him, is that weird being with someone who doesn't have that after having been with someone who does have that. And then he explained <laughs> that the thing is, like, maybe that stuff mattered to him when he was a teenager, but now it's just not – like, it's not even about looks or that. It's, like, it's just about how he feels about someone and – Hold on a second. I feel like he did not tell you that it's not about looks. Maybe that's what I heard. That's exactly <laughs> right. I know, Daniel. There's no chance he would say to you it's not about looks in a conversation about his ex versus you. That's There's no well, way. Well, because he, this is where the disconnect happened. I don't think he thought he was having a conversation about his ex versus me. I think he thought he was having a conversation about how important are boobs. And that that was exactly the problem because I was hearing this like what I was he might not have said that to his credit. I would, to his, I'm I would sure. be surprised if he had said that. I'm exact sure. Phrase. But that but what I heard was. Well, all I know is I was like, how wonderful that you're with me now that you don't care about being with someone attractive at all. Thank uh-huh. you. I feel better. And by the way, would you like to know what you should have said? OK, I'm just going to tell you this is what you should have said. And then I did that. And then I felt like a real Actually, I felt okay about that, but I feel like I should have felt like an asshole because I was like, no, what you're supposed to say is that I am your idea of perfection at this point and you can't imagine ever being with anyone else and you don't, would never want anything other than me. And he's like, write but of down. course – yeah, yeah, yeah write that down. <laughs> Chris, where's your piece of paper? <laughs> but of course um, – I mean and then he did make me feel better. But, but still, yeah, I think Gary, I think you're right. I think that – or I think I'm right. In regards to what you said, that was the disconnect is that I was hearing it through the prism of her versus me and he was just talking about his relationship to – Boobs. 
boobs and women and sex and meaning and feeling. I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Get to the part where you reassure me. <laughs> where I'm yeah, also. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, no, yeah. you can't. You can't help but think that. I mean, uh, like whenever I date a girl, I I don't want to know anything about who she did before me unless it's like shitty. It's like, oh yeah, he cheated on me. Like, well, I got that. I got that. Like, over, do you not have him. curiosity about the exes though? Not really. I mean, no. um, yeah, there's, there's not, it, it's, you know, the, the uh, less history, more mystery type of thing. I, I completely stand by that. Um, I mean, yeah, it's just, it really doesn't benefit me if, like, she's like, oh, yeah, it, he was super rich and took me wherever I want to go. And then now I'm just like, well, shit. Like, I, you know, <laughs> <laughs> how do I compete with that? And there's no way. Like, so, um, yeah, I'd rather just, like, in a way, like, Allison just spilled all over her shirt. Um, she, yeah, uh, you won because yeah. you, you, you have. Because I like, spilled all over my shirt. Are you trying to do a wet T-shirt thing? No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> She's talking about I'm showing up. No, I poured some soda in my mouth and I poured a little too much. Spilled a little on your chest. It, it just yeah, driven right up onto my chest. I know. Oh God! Look at this hose. We'll see, but see. You're too hard on yourself. The thing is, it just rolled right off my chest, and now it's probably on my shoes. Whereas <laughs> someone else, it'd be like rivulets, <laughs> like <laughs> around those ample bosoms, pooling, pooling in the in the plentiful, <laughs> copious cleavage, catching mm, plentiful, copious on, cleavage. Yeah. Whereas with me, it's just like. Oh, I'm there. Um, anyway, uh, what was the last thing you said? Um, I no, I was, just, I, was giving, I was giving you a pep talk. I, uh, you, you're too you. hard on yourself. You, oh, thank you. Yeah, you, you're, uh, you're great. And you, uh... <laughs> oh, right. No, you were saying I won. I haven't. Yes, but that's the thing is that – I mean, thank you. you but yeah, I don't no, no. look at it. I don't look at it. I really – I know I sound like I'm protesting too much, but I really don't see it as a competition. Like it's – you know, I really feel like I have a really – I feel like I had <laughs> a really healthy – relationship towards all that stuff so it's weird that all of a sudden now i'm just like the boob thing mm. so you you've, maybe it's just like you just have this urge to like fill a void that you think he has in his life i'm just wondering i'm uh. just wondering if that is a weird thing that adjustment or if it was at the beginning uh no because um i've dated a girl with extremely large breasts like abnormally large boobs like your back hurts High all five, the time. Man. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh, that's it. That was just my sentence. <laughs> um, and uh, and then the next girl that I dated did not have that, and it didn't bother me one bit. Did you notice the difference? You know what's funny? When I was dating the big boob girl, uh, I didn't even think. Name, by the way, <laughs> I didn't even think they were that big. But like everybody's like. And then uh, when we broke up, they're like, are you an idiot? She had the big – like all my friends, like she had huge boobs. What are you thinking? I was like, I don't think they're that big. And then I, and then it's funny. And then like you know, months later, my steer again, I'm like, oh my gosh, her boobs are huge. Like I had no idea. But um, it, <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot going on here that I need to ask about. Yeah, there's a lot of follow-up questions. <laughs> um, no, but uh, it didn't bother me that I went from one to that the other. That you downsized? It, 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 see, it like physically, yes, but like in reality, I, I didn't. Like it was – there were there are definitely uh, pros to the newer girls. It's too. not all about boobs, Allison. Like ninety percent, just ninety percent face and yeah, and their yeah. mind, Jenna. I've oh. also I've dated girls with all sorts of boob what? sizes. It really does not yeah, it's, seem to make a difference one way or the other. As and long as they have them, you, even if they don't. My first girlfriend in high school, as they say in Arrested Development, she was a total surfboard. But that's okay. <laughs> Mosquito bites. No problem with that. Still had fun. Yeah, you're you're fine. All right. Thanks. Well, actually, I received an email 
that I want to read on the show because I read it and I thought this is too long and potentially complicated for the show. But I keep thinking about it. So let's do it. But first, let's do iTunes Comment of the Week. Allison wants your iTunes comments. Allison wants them. Yes, she does. Please leave her some iTunes comments. And don't forget to click five stars. All right. This week's iTunes Comment of the Week is titled New Best Friends. And it comes from Anders Doriel. And I might be mispronouncing that, so I'm sorry if I am. But you know what? Screw you, and you'll see why in a second. Who knew the (laughs) random flunkies – there you go. Excuse me, team members who make the Adam Carolla show so amazing could create podcast gold all of their own. I take it back. (laughs) Allison Rosen is is the sweet to Adam Sauer on the Adam Carolla show, but here she reveals her true talent. Her stunning beauty is exceeded only by her knack for knowing which question to ask. (laughs) Allison's choice of guests rarely disappoint. On Thursday shows, I love to catch up with the rest of the gang and hanging around the studio. A big shout-out to the Porcelain Punisher. I have my text alert set to boom, and I'd like to point out that this guy spelled it wrong. It's spelled B-E-W-M. <laughs> that shit right. Bam. Yeah. Bam. It never fails to be a conversation starter with the ladies. Oh. Really? I'm so <laughs> glad you got single days. <laughs> I'm sure it starts a conversation. I just want to know where it goes. <laughs> I'm so glad you guys do this. Keep up the current format. I also just realized I've been writing this whole review with Gary's voice in my head. That's probably because he's the bomb at reading emails, comments, and reviews. I love you guys. Peace. Well, thank you. I feel like I stumble over way more than I'd like to, but thanks. I liked that, that was, he. That 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 you're that like that the pinnacle nice. of email reading for him, though. That was great beautiful thank you for that itunes comment of the week all right i know that i had suggested i had sent you some emails that i wanted to do on the show gary but well we have one left right that's correct let's do that one and then we'll do the one that i have okay this one comes from kirk and it is titled eating while driving i have to weigh in on the conversation about eating while driving from the lavar burton episode which which was kind of a continuation of a conversation we had had here Mm. right about it In my 20s, I worked a job with few nearby opportunities for lunch, so we developed a system where I would drive four others to far-flung restaurants and we would eat in my car as I drove hard to return us to work before our lunchtime was up. Always a fast eater, it was noticed that I often finished eating before the rest of the car despite driving and eating. A challenge was issued, and in the way that challenges are accepted by 20-something-year-old males, each of my passengers submitted a food item for me to eat while driving. Success meant free lunch for me, unfinished food or stains on my shirt, I paid for their order. Spaghetti was an early challenge. Spillage from the fork, the obvious hazard. Parmesan liberally applied, made a, pasta so- made a paste of the sauce. Soup, spoon, no drinking, proved deceptively simple. Without looking, you can hit the bowl with the spoon, and the soup runs right in. My Waterloo came at my own suggestion based on the soup incident. Salad. <laughs> early on, spearing the lettuce at the fork was a breeze, but the last leaves of soft spinach or carrot shreds require too much attention to delicately gui- guide the fork underneath without driving into a bridge. We never considered the ad- added challenge of the cheese cap on French onion soup, but I suspect that once you pierce that, it's just a matter of dipping the spoon and coming away with soup or cheese. Anyways, I got nine free meals out of the deal. Love the, so- love the show, especially the Thursday episodes. Thanks again. Kirk. Sent from my Dynatac, which I think is pretty funny. <laughs> from that, his what? Dynatac. That's a Zach Morris phone. Oh. <laughs> that, that, was, that was beautiful. I liked that a lot. That was great. But. I stand by my assertion that French onion soup would be a huge pain in the balls. Because if you yeah, get a little bit of you. cheese, it's going to start to pull other parts of the cheese cap. And then how do you. 
Yeah, with your like trying to bite the thing. Yeah, he's saying you pierce it and then like what? It's not going to shatter like plate glass cheese. Exactly. You you could like smush it, but then it's just it's not going to break apart. Well, yeah, but I mean that's the problem with eating French onion soup at a restaurant is you need a knife and fork. Even after you pierce it, if you get a portion of that cheese, unless you can somehow cut it. You're, you're going to get the entire thing of cheese, right. which will lead to spilling because they'll be dripping. And it's not soup. that good. You can't. I mean, just you don't want like spoon a big... out a piece of the cheese. No. I feel like I totally understand I what this guy's doing. I've but have you ever eaten French onion soup? Oh, it's I am so good. Used. Yeah. Wait. Okay. So you've had French onion soup with the cheese on the top. Absolutely. I'm and on you've Matt's been able side. to get. Oh, I guess if it's yeah, hot enough, you can break a little, like a little edge of cheese off, and then you got a little, like a little mouthpiece, and you can soup the sip out of that. Or excuse me, sip. You can make soup. it. How you many can, times have I inverted my words? It happens all the time. You can make it happen. I'm, I'm a hundred percent. I'm nervous about, about this. this guy driving and eating so, so much. <laughs> Sounds dangerous. There's one more food challenge that I want to propose to this guy. This was not my idea. I saw it in an episode of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Mm. Cereal, eating oh, cereal while you're driving. That's right up there with soup. Yeah, you French onion soup so. is, is harder than cereal. I mean, the consistency of the beef broth versus milk. Um, milk is a little thicker, so it might even be easier. You think cereal will be easier than cereal? What kind of cereal Definitely. are we talking about? It's not hot either. Well, again, if we Do you get to control the milk input? Or is this like you let your buddy fill a bowl of cereal and milk like right to the yeah, brim? Listen, I can't answer that question. Ratio. I don't know who this prepares your, the meals your, for this, this guy. This is your proposition. You can control it. Yes. In my world, then yes. It's, if I have to take a bet, if I'm betting my friends that they can't eat a certain food in a certain car, then I'm the one who prepares if, that meal for them. If so he could do French onion soup, milk. he could do cereal. If you could do French onion soup, you could do anything. Yes. Let's be honest. So <laughs> this isn't even done, a challenge. He's this never done French part. onion soup, though. He's just in soup. Psh, amateur. Oh, th- amateur. He's just say he's just su- surmising based oh, on his extensive yeah. experience. That well, I, I trust his, ex- his he's expertise. He's had a lot of ex- – yeah, I mean, yeah. With I think it's eating and driving, But does he have a lot of experience with soup? Mm. <laughs> all right. I have a question. The, what would be the most difficult cereal to eat in the car? I feel like maybe frosted mini wheats, something unwieldy, cocoa crispies. Oh, um, here's what I'm thinking. Based on his salad argument, which was that it was the most difficult because of yeah. the little shreds of carrot that probably stick to the bowl. I'm thinking rice something, krispies. yeah, like rice krispies or shredded wheat. Yeah, there you go. Anything that is like brittle and can break apart in the milk that is definitely going to be harder to do. They're all pretty easy. I would probably just say regular cornflakes, just because they're gross. <laughs> oh. <laughs> They're gross without without all no that powdered sugar, sugar on top. <laughs> I think maybe frosted mini wheats because when that you get to the tough. bottom of those, they disintegrate. Yeah. yeah, it's just like all little like pieces of a wheat piece, and then they're stuck to the side of the bowl because there's still excess milk. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. All right, and then one one more question: most overrated cereal? Most cereals are overrated. Really? Here's what I'm going to say: Reese's Puffs. I've never had them. I don't need a lot of cereal. Reese's Puffs. That's that's up there. Here's what I'm thinking though. Thank you. And this almost goes back to the Skittles argument, which we've we've not talked about Skittles for some weeks. I know. I don't understand why Fruit Loops are still like a popular thing or any sort of multi-fruit right. cereal. Fruity Pebbles. Yeah, that's, Fruity Pebbles. Um, Fruity Pebbles. Fruity Pebbles will be a tough Fruity? one for this car challenge. Yes, they would. Yeah. They're po- Fruity Pebbles are popular now. I see more Fruity Pebbles in like those yogurt shops, the Froyo shops. Yeah, like but again, with, with Skittles, I can pick out and not eat. The colors that I don't like. But if I've got like a bowl in milk, you can't just pull out the yellow crispy flakes. But don't they all taste the same? I'm pretty sure they're all different. Fruit Loops have distinction. I believe that they do. Oh, I need to eat them again. Yeah, you should. 
but don't because it's overrated. Don't eat it. <laughs> no, no, I just realized like, what the most overrated is. It's obvious. Lucky Charms. I've said no. I've no, like I love Lucky Charms. Lucky Charms. Okay. Uh, I just Grape thought nuts. Grape nuts are horrible. The best, the Chris, best cereal. Chris, go. Just go. I'll wait in the car. Grape nuts take like <laughs> two hours to eat. They hurt. They're it's like shards of glass. It is. They're, they're awful. They're horrible. I don't understand. Do you like grape nuts, Gary? No, I was shaking my head disapprovingly at Chris. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so grape nuts, you think, is the most overrated? Uh, but who do you know? I didn't even know oh, they were rated, though. Like, it's grape nuts. The same box of grape nuts is, like, from 10 years ago could still be sold today. Like, when nothing happens time, to them. When was the last time you heard someone say, God, I love me some grape nuts? I, there's, that person exists. Overrated. They do, but overrated they still sell the cereal. that the majority of people think they are better than they are in reality. The only time I hear grape nuts brought up are when we're complaining about how much they blow on this show or Adam Carolla's show. <laughs> All right, so fine. I don't think Good point. Overrated okay. at all. Sorry. They they're they're barely rating. rated. What yeah. I meant to say <laughs> was rated. most disgusting cereal. <laughs> now, okay. most That's nuts. overrated cereal. Um, I'm trying to think of a cereal that people fucking like go nuts. Bran. Golden Grains? Raisin Bran is a good one, Raisin too. Bran's That's, delicious. I love Raisin Bran. I love Raisin Bran. I'll take Raisin Bran over anything. I'm not a negative word about Raisin Bran. I like Raisin Bran, but I feel like it could be overrated. I feel like it's... I think it's underrated. Better... But They're is delicious. that just true Raisin Bran or is that like actually like – Raisin Bran gets its bad rep because there's raisins in it and not a lot That's of people – And Bran like raisins. I don't like either of those words. <laughs> Thank you. I, I love like, Raisin Bran. But I you do. guys love Raisin Bran in like an unbridled way where you could just eat a lot of it because I feel like you've got to be careful or else you're just going to explode Well, you can't <laughs> eat a lot of it because it's danger zone. But oh. <laughs> See, I don't – yeah. I don't really even think that stuff through. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, there so are certain. I don't worry about twenty-five that. grams of Every, fiber. I didn't, yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't think about the like, fiber. I eat, I, no, if like if I'm going to like a restaurant, if like if I'm going to go eat wings or something, like yes, I know that that's going to have an effect on it. But I've never once sat down and thought, "Wow, this is going to have a lot of fiber in it." Like, yeah, whatever happens is going to happen. If I'm at my friend's, if I'm at a friend's house and he's a only raisin bran, I'm not going to be like, "Oh, don't want to shit a lot today, man." Well, I've I'll I never it. thought about it until what Liberty you live with those fiber one granola bars. Oh my god, there is the funniest thing online about the like satanic farts that those create. <laughs> they if you eat. My mom said she can only eat a quarter of one because it just destroys her stomach. I never – at first, I kept noticing like, yeah, my stomach does hurt. It can't be those granola bars. Of course it is. They destroy you. And if you eat more than one, forget it. It is stomach ache. You're in the bathroom. But sometimes it's not like you're not really pooping a lot either. It's just that you just have gas. I don't – I've got to find – I actually – the weird thing is I don't have that reaction to them. But oh, it was, I do. I tweeted it or wrote a blog about it. It was the – I was – I had tears streaming down my face reading all the comments about – I mean I just love fart humor I guess. Well, I do too. <laughs> but it was so – but that's the common reaction to those. Yeah. Matt, have you ever, ever had a fiber one bar? Uh, yeah, I have. And how did it affect you? <laughs> it was just like any other day. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> really? Uh, that, that day being, they don't call him the porcelain yeah, punisher exactly. for nothing. His constitution is <laughs> not solid, an unusual no day, what the hell but happens. exactly right. But there that, wasn't anything extra. Exactly, it wasn't like any sort of uh, shock. Yeah, I think they're dangerous. I, yeah, I don't. I don't think I get like con- the consequences of the things I eat. Really, um, yeah. Like my friends, like, oh, I, if you eat Chinese food, you're gonna get poofy eyes. <laughs> and I was like, what is that? That's oh, from the so- from sodium. Yeah, yeah from the that's sodium. Just, no, that's just racist. He's like, you're going to get poofy <laughs> eyes in the morning as I'm like eating. I'm like, what are you talking about? It's like every time you eat Chinese food, you get poofy eyes in the morning. Just pay attention. And 
And I had Chinese food last night. Woke up, no poofy eyes. Were your know, hands Chris. swollen? A little poofy. I don't know. I don't think so. Mm. I, Chris, your eyes are twice the size they are. <laughs> <laughs> okay. My eyes aren't small racist. for an Asian. <laughs> I, uh, in New York, I went through a little phase where I was dieting and I was eating miso soup because it's pretty low-cal. But I decided, because I do weird shit like this, I'm like, I'm not going to make the soup. I'm just going to eat the mix. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, wow. So I ate like quite a bit of miso soup mix, which is a ton of sodium. And I woke up one morning, the next morning, and my fingers were swollen. And my eye, like I looked like I've been crying all night. Like I really, really had, like my whole face was so swollen um, because I was retaining so much fluid. And then I, oh that, like, I stopped using salt for a long, long, long time. Like I hardly ever use salt actually anymore ever since then. So I was like, I never want to have this happen to me again. You OD'd okay. on sodium. I did. Two wow. questions. New York when you lived there or last weekend? No, no, no. When I lived there. <laughs> for five days she went on the <laughs> Why did I look, did I look happy? <laughs> No, not at all. <laughs> That's why I was checking. No, when I lived there and when, when I worked at the New York Post. Number two. That's weird. Number two. Was this, was this yeah, – well done. Man. We're talking about five. Was this laziness in not wanting to make the soup or was there some part of you that thought that not taking in the water was going to be beneficial to your diet? No, like, it wasn't. How does this decision get reached? It really was – oh, this tastes kind of interesting. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. said you ate a bunch of mix. I did a bunch of packets of mix. Because, You're eating salt pretty much. Yeah, like. it's got salt but it also has dried mushrooms. It has little tiny nubs of tofu. If you say so. Tofu? Yeah. It's like freeze-dried tofu. Hey. Hey. I'm sorry. <laughs> Professional audio engineers in this room every freaking episode. I just you can also Alice eat oatmeal She's plain. the only one who moves the mic. Thank I've you very much. I've eaten yeah, oatmeal. Yeah, I've done oatmeal. oatmeal. Oh, really? Yeah. I mm-hmm. felt that I was the only no. one. No, I've done that too. The ramen noodles dry. Like, oh, I see, I've done I that too. They're yummy. Yeah. Yes, because you break them off and then, yeah. Those can be fattening fast, though. Because you could That's really a lot of use, sodium it's too. almost like eating yes. chips or something. Yeah, it is. So wait, when did you guys do the oatmeal plan? I thought I was the only degenerate. I used to do that as a kid, actually. I have done I it I in that. a similar situation where at I was at Daily Show and they had oatmeal packets, and I rem- it was like a day where something happened as I was opening the oatmeal packet to make it, and then I never made it, and then it just sat on my desk and like. You know, I'm like, oh, wait, I'm hungry. And I can remember <laughs> eating some of it and being like, this is pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> but you put like oats and grains like on a yogurt. Like people eat raw oats. That it's not- was yeah. when, I, when I realized, wait a minute, I don't have to cook this. Yeah. I don't have the minute to cook this. <laughs> right. Wait, the fact that you worked at Daily Show, it reminded me um, that I wanted to ask you. I think I asked you this a long time ago. But since we've been talking about Newsroom, you worked with Olivia Munn, right? Yeah. What was she like? She's actually pretty nice. <laughs> actually <laughs> yeah i think uh you know you i was nervous to meet her because like any girl you're nervous because she's really pretty and she's done lots of stuff and you know you don't know if pretty girls are nice girls but she's nice like the nice thing about her she's very down to earth um she just kind of like hangs out with anybody and talks to everybody so she was pretty nice didn't you say she smells really good did i say that or she, she wears a lot of perfume she you wears a yeah. ton of perfume okay almost too much yeah, that was one of the first Adam Carolla shows I worked on uh, was she she came in, and it was very exciting for me. And she wore a lot of perfume? Do you yeah, think she's, she's hot smelled, stuff? Uh, she's Because right. I feel like in pictures she – I mean, like, in in real life, like, oh, yeah, you're a pretty girl. But I wasn't like, whoa. I think, I think she did the smart thing, which is uh, she went for the nerds first. Like, she's, like, a pretty girl. But, like, if, if you aim for the nerds first – 
and get all of them to like you, then you're going to be really high. Like, uh, Megan Fox did it in Transformers. Like, totally. She, she, uh, she became, like, really hot because she was in a nerdy movie. And she's going to be in Teenage Mutant And, like, Ninja any of those, Turtles. like, yeah. Yeah, and any, of, any of those, like, uh, girls in, like, those nerdy shows. I, I, I hate to use the term nerdy. It's not a negative thing, but, like, those. Attack of the show. Yeah, right? like, any of those girls. Like, they're, they're all really popular. Megan Fox has um, club thumbs. Or I forget. I don't know what they're actually called. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, thumbs. she has the weird thumbs. Yeah, there's a name for them. And Hot I shouldn't thumbs. be talking lady small her. boobs over here, but <laughs> you'll never boobs. date her. Never. I know. I see club She's thumbs destroyed. over. Really? Well, if you were, uh, no. if that Matt, was your Matt thing. Megan Fox. I was talking about Maria Menounos, and I, I, who I think is very pretty. And Matt's like, nope, the way she laughs, deal breaker. Oh, really? No, well, that's, no thank you. That's just incorrect. But yeah. Well, now you guys are sound like a dick. Yeah. Well, but no, yeah. But I don't, <laughs> no, I don't mean to say that, but it's just it's odd that that's the deal breaker for you is her laugh. Well, based on unconfirmed reports true. that I've heard around town, Olivia Munn's a deal breaker because I've heard she's a bitch. I, I'm glad that you had a good interaction with her, but I've heard she's I've, very um, impressed with herself. She's extremely well. impressed with herself. Yes. Yeah, okay. I, I, I take. Have, here's I have the thing. Zero I mean, tolerance I mean, like, down to earth in like she eats normal food. She just dresses like she eats food. Whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean. You mean miso soup packets? <laughs> yes. And dried oatmeal. Yes. <laughs> but uh, I mean, I don't want to say bad things about her, but I understand that why people would be annoyed by that because she will like point out like, look, I'm in a magazine. To oh, you, okay, yeah. in front See, of you, and that's mm. listen. That's fine, but not if for I was me. in a magazine, right. you that's would all know. Yeah. That's fine. You know, I'm sure <laughs> she's a perfectly nice person, but not for me. I get it. Oh, since we're talking about down to earth, <clears throat> so you know how I, I uh, was sick a couple weeks ago, and I have this lingering cough. So mm-hmm. I woke up in the middle of the night having this coughing attack, where I felt like I couldn't. You know, when you're coughing and you can't stop coughing, and you feel like you can't get air in. So, like, I knew I wasn't choking, but I was like. <sighs> And then coughing, but <laughs> every time I coughed, I farted at the same time. And Daniel was behind me, like, "Are you okay?" <laughs> and I just kept coughing and farting, and I couldn't control it. It was the force of the cough was pushing everything out, and uh, it was really funny, but also awful for him. <laughs> I just wanted to share it with you guys because there's no one else I could share it with. Yeah, very down earth. That's yeah. good. That is down to earth. <laughs> And you I, still I've always wanted me. you, Allison, but now. But <laughs> I know. <laughs> I just felt bad because I don't know what angle. Like, behind me, no good. In front of me, no good. He should have been either under me or, or over me. <laughs> I don't yeah, know. he should have. Probably under you, also not a good idea that time. <laughs> Probably in another room or something, yeah. yeah. Um, all right. Did you have something to say that I cut you off? I don't remember. Okay, let's do this Pull email. Pull off on the raisin brain, Allison. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> I know. Oh, all right. Hey, Allison and Gary. You guys called me for a fan phone call back in March. I was a freshman girl from Swarthmore who asked about the motives of guys at college parties, and you were so helpful and nice that I have a more serious question, and I would really love your advice on it. So I just began my first serious relationship with a guy, and we've been together for nearly three months. I just turned 19, and he is 23. Our relationship so far has been going extremely well. We are both very happy. Last night, my boyfriend received a text message from a girl whom he'd been in love with for a long time, from ages 16 to 22, but who broke his heart by stringing him along and, quote, playing him in every way, in his words. They were never actually together at any point. A year ago, my boyfriend made one last try at getting her to be with him as more than friends by going to a wedding with her, and although they had a great day at the wedding, she didn't contact him again for a year until last night. My boyfriend let me see the text messages that she sent, which merely said, I'm sorry for what happened. 
And when my boyfriend asked her, why are you apologizing now? She replied that, quote, she was scared. My boyfriend said this really shook him up because he was really in love with this girl and she really hurt him, and he wanted to be honest with me and make sure there were no secrets between us. He also emphasized that he didn't want to continue a relationship with this girl and that I am the person he wants to be with, and that hasn't changed. I asked him if he was so upset. Sorry, I asked him if he was so upset because he still has feelings for her, and he said he honestly wasn't sure, but maybe I was right and he did. Nevertheless, he said he still wants to be with me, and he wanted to know if I would be there for him and not leave him because of this. I told him I wasn't going to leave because I like him too much, and that this girl isn't his friend and doesn't deserve him at all. He has been an amazing boyfriend to me. No one has ever treated me so well, and he has accepted me for all my insecurities. He said he appreciated my honesty and said that he would delete her number from his phone. After that, we had a great rest of the evening together, as if everything was back to normal. My question is, how should I handle this? I've never had the experience that he's had with someone like that for so long, so I'm not sure if it's natural that he would get so upset at hearing from her or if he really does still love her. I don't know whether this is just baggage or something more. I trust him, so I believe that he will not leave me for her, but I'd like to know from you guys, if you were in my shoes, if you would be worried as his girlfriend. Also, in general, how do you deal with your boyfriend's relationship baggage without seeming overly jealous and being fair? What a th- so, this is like a good. theme. No, yeah, like I know. Like I said, I read this this morning and I thought, oh, this is it's too unwieldy, and yet I can't get it out of my head. <laughs> I think because I don't, I don't really know what the answer is. I know, I mean, my my gut reaction. I don't know what the answer is. Oh, you do? I've read this, I read this email a couple of days okay. ago, so I've had some time to think about it. But that you you trust that guy? Yeah. There's no fucking chance he would have brought that up and fucking told you about it and all the history if he wasn't concerned that you might find out and take it the wrong way like he was trying to head this off at the past because he likes you no, right that's that one's pretty cut and dry yeah that moment where he showed you the text was the moment where you should have fallen more in love right. with him. totally exactly from a guy's point of view like that's someone and trying goodness. to be very honest at the risk of of hurting their own position in the relationship i mean that he you might not have reacted the way you did that was a risk he was taking also right. just gonna say if he's never hooked up with this girl before Sounds to me like she's just going to continue leading that guy on. I That's don't think the there's thing. really there. I mean, if it's been over a year, yeah, it doesn't matter what she fucking says. It's done. It's yeah. over. Yeah, I guess it's just what I can relate to is that that feeling in the pit of your stomach of like, oh boy, here comes someone who has a lot of power over him, and they're popping up in his life again. And who knows what exactly is going to happen? But I feel like. As the girlfriend, she sort of – I don't think she has anything to wor- be worried about, but I understand if she feels worried because I feel like she sort of has to let it play out. Like do you agree that she has to let it play out? Like yeah, I think there, that, that, that it's you almost can't inevitable. be like you can't see him. You no, know, no, her. Yeah. Uh, I mean you're going to feel that. That just happens. But um, the way you should act, act upon it is just uh, keep things going. Yeah, Stay just be – just trust him because I, I don't think you have any reason – like on here's the thing. Honestly, you want your boyfriend to be with you because he chooses to be with you. He knows he has other options, like everyone always does, but he chooses to be with you. You don't want him to be with you because um, of a, some kind of rule you've made. This goes back to the boob talk that we started the show with, <laughs> it which is it, all. it always does. Which is how much weight are you placing on the past relationships of the person that you're with? And just like Allison, you shouldn't be concerned about your fiance having an ex-girlfriend with bigger boobs. So, too, this girl shouldn't be concerned about a girl that played her boyfriend on for over a year. It's the same idea. You no, could, it, was, it was six years. Fine. 
it even, doesn't, it doesn't it, matter. It doesn't matter. You still right. let it play out. And in this instance, based on what she's already done, playing it out means nothing. just doing nothing and going back to the way the relationship was. And if you see something that bugs you, you can ask him honestly about it. But it sounds like he's put that all out there. And likely you're, what you're going to see and ask about is going to be a creation of your own imagination. Yeah. I would say just a general rule for happiness, and this is something I apply to my own life, but the things that happened in your past can maybe like – they can maybe influence what's happening in the present, but they don't need to. You know, you're not the same person you were even yesterday, let alone a year ago. So you can have these thoughts in the back of your mind of something that happened a year ago, and you can obsess about it, but the fact is it was a year ago, and it doesn't – it does not exist in the present moment. It only has the amount of power that you're willing to give it. Yeah. And if you choose not to give it any power, guess what? It doesn't have any power because it doesn't anyway. But if you give it a lot of power, then you're right. You can become obsessed about this notion of an ex-girlfriend, and you that could destroy your relationship, but it's going to be your fault for focusing too much on it. Right. Well, and I think he was so – it sounds like so honest and open and willing to talk to her about it that if she later on had a question or had something, you know, maybe – you know, something that she wanted to ask him about, she could also be as equally open and honest about it. See, it's interesting because I think we're all applauding the way that he shared this with her, if that's correct. But I feel like I could imagine – like I could imagine on Adam and Drew, let's say. It, let's say he called in. Should I tell my girlfriend that this thing happened? I feel like the advice might be no. I would, I would actually have said no. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. The advice would be no. But that's three days later when you're calling a radio show and the moment already passed. In the moment, I think if somebody called a hypothetical, they might say in the moment, yep. if you actually want to preserve this, you should tell them. And to back to what Jenna said, which was if you have a question that you want to ask, what I was talking about was just like generally like – you see a text message or something and you think that it's her and like ask who that is. If you want to ask a general question about the history with this girl, be very fucking prepared for the answer because this guy's already made it clear he's going to be honest and you may not get an answer that you like. So Definitely. Agreed. So Absolutely. I would say if I – from the point of view of a guy, this girl has a very honest dude that seems trustworthy and I would just leave it at that and not – push this because if you do and you start asking questions you're very likely going to come up with an answer that makes this worse yeah you might not like what you find yeah. well it sounds like she already knows what the yeah. fair amount of what they're but i guess the thing is an at like people are always worried about uh something happening with an ex and yet i think oftentimes the chances are like i know that they i would never get together with any of my exes it, they're, it's like they're i almost i think of the ones that I'm friendly friendly with, it's like they're almost – it's like they're like a brother now. It's weird. Like the sexuality has just completely evaporated out of those things. Oh, yeah. When you say get together, you mean like, like... – Go back. Okay. Horizontal lombata. OK. That's, that's what I <laughs> Oh, yeah. Sorry. No, I don't, I don't I mean, mean see like them. get lunch I mean like I, – no, I would never slide into bed. Mm. No, no, no. No, yeah, I yeah. would be. I am, fr- I am friendly with them. I would never yeah. – like nothing physical would ever happen. Um, and yet I know that it makes – in general, it makes people nervous the idea of someone hanging out with an ex – but – and I don't – I'm not trying to to undermine the the girl who wrote in at all because I, I agree with everyone. I don't think you have anything to worry about. I just want to talk about it in a more general sense. The people in your life 
who led you on or who you were oh you were in love with and it was unrequited for x amount of years it's weird those people i think there's they have more power over you than an ex because it's it never played out so there's like that imagination of what it could be which is why when she said to him in the email do you have feelings for her still he's like i don't know maybe and i suspect he probably doesn't they're not real they're not feelings, real feelings but it's this unresolved thing of like i wanted you and i could never have you and now she's like dangling something in front of him again mm. well this is interesting because this sort of happened to me a little bit in the last little while i actually saw a guy driving who i grew up I was obsessed with him and I totally loved him and I thought, oh, for sure we'll get married someday. And we communicated for years in college and then um, anyway, I I really liked him. Nothing ever really happened. We went out maybe a couple times, but it was in like years apart. So it was this weird sort of relationship. And he, now that I live in L.A., has contacted me like, we should hang out. We should go out. And I don't want to, but uh, – and I th- but Alan, my husband was really open with me about it. Like, yeah, I don't want you to. That would be really weird because I know that you really liked him for a long time because I had told him about this guy before. And so I'm, I get why she's a little bit worried because right. I understand like you could you could technically have feelings for that person, but I don't. But there is a mystery there, right? There's right. a mystery There's there. There's more chance. Right. Uh, it's sort of like the like the sliding doors, like in an alternate universe, you Correct. have more versus like an X where there's a, a where it finite. ended it's, and yeah, it's I don't done. like you anymore or you hurt me. Yeah. yeah. Or like, ooh, gross. I can't believe I exactly. ever. Exactly. Where there's still a mystery there. But like, I love my husband so much and I wouldn't want to even go there. So there's just no point. And so I think he's handling it right in that you don't even go there anymore because it doesn't matter anymore. You have someone else you've moved on. Yeah. Again, I go back to the moment that he showed you the text. <laughs> yeah. Like the conversation is over. Agree. Yeah. Like as a guy, that's the moment. Well, you get and- the text from the girl and then you say to yourself, oh, my God, do I let her know that I got this or do I keep this kind of locked in and it doesn't need to be something that she need- ever needs to know because it's only going to hurt her? And there are sure are pros and cons to both sides of that. Right. But he took the way ballsier approach. The chicken shit move is to she never needs to know about this. I never need to show it to her. She doesn't need to be any wiser. I would have done that move. That's that, absolutely that's true. That's what most guys would do because – not a chicken shit move. It kind of is. Well, it depends. It's easier it, move. It, depends. it depends on how serious you are with this girl. No, Chris, I understand what you're saying. You're right because if, if, if everything's going great and this text no means nothing to you, yeah, then, then just brush yeah, then it you don't off, need to show away. it to her because it's only going to cause it more drama. Yeah. But there's an argument that by not sharing it – I, I got the sense. Yeah. By, but there's an argument that can be made that by not sharing it, you're leaving the door open for you to correspond more with her. Sure. That's a girl's way. That's a girl dramatic way of looking at <laughs> what yeah. happens to that I received a text from the guy that I'm respond. talking about, and I showed my husband right away, too. Like, oh, he wants to go to lunch with us. And that's great. Like, no, let's not do that. My Weird. point, my point, my exact point is what you're saying, which is that this guy – did that same thing. He yeah. showed the text. So, by the way, this, this is not a black and white. This is only white. He's, by the way, he's the good guy. He showed you the text. Yeah, unmarried guy, ballsier move. Not to discount what you did. Oh I, no, no, no. Single dude Agreed. in a relationship. Agreed. That is a ballsy move to be sitting on the couch next to your girlfriend of like what? What it was like a month? Three, three months. months. Three months. Three months. It's fucking pretty new. But that means he yeah. must really like her. Yeah, right. exactly. So, because he, he took a giant her. risk. Like it's not like that was. Well, I'm going to show her this, and she definitely is not going to react badly. Like, who knows? I, I just had a kind of like an epiphany in my mind. Here's what I'm trying to say. 
if you have sh- if he has shown her the text, that to me is one hundred percent he is innocent of whatever you want to accuse him of. If he decided not to show her this text and then she found it, that's a fifty fifty. And it's right. a weird thing to think about, but as a guy, no, that's, almost that's a 50 seven, That's almost 70-30 against the guy. I disagree. And I think Chris no. might disagree too. No, that's because... 30-70 against the girl because why is she <laughs> well, looking yeah, at why his text Why is she looking at his text But it's against the guy because why, are why aren't you deleting that shit? <laughs> but here's what I'm saying. You don't even <laughs> need to delete it. Trail. What Chris was saying earlier was that a guy who doesn't give a shit about the text that he just got from the girl from the past – because he doesn't give a shit, he might not show it to the girl because it's going so well with the new girl, and he doesn't give a shit about the text. And why should I send you this text yeah. to fuck it up? Because it means nothing. It didn't to even me. happen. But as a girl who then sees that text, you have a right to have some questions. Why didn't you show it to me? Granted, you should not be looking at your boyfriend's text, but if you're going to go <laughs> ahead and do that, and you see that there's a text he hasn't talked about, then you actually have some reason to be worried. And I, I think you have a fifty-fifty shot. He's either intentionally not showing it to you because he doesn't want it to affect you because it means nothing to him or he's not intentionally showing it to you because he this is something he wants to follow through with so it's a 50 50 but if he shows you the text i mean what what are you, what are you complaining about he showed you he's honest with you it's zero percent chance so basically what we're saying is she should do nothing Right. Bottom line. Just keep doing what you're doing. Yeah, sounds like he's a good guy. Enjoy, right? doing what you're doing. Enjoy but, a relationship. But, and you know what? You should fuck the shit out of your boyfriend. Give him the time of his life. But let us know what happens. Unless we, we're going to need an update. Yes. Unless what? Not no, on no, what no, Matt just, just said. An update on like the right. last 12 yes. minutes before Matt's <laughs> yeah. disgusting fucking suggestion. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Thank you. That's an, Yeah. Update on how it goes with him. With not, the rela- Yeah. Yeah. No. Okay. Yeah, you're fine. Um, and kudos for you if you're waiting. <laughs> <laughs> it is possible. We you talked about laughing. She was maybe they're Mormon. I'm laughing at the silence. I'm not laughing. I'm just laughing at the silence as well. I'm not laughing at the idea of waiting. That's totally fine. I know. I know. It's that you were all like, wait, what? No, it's true because I think she was. What year did she say she was a freshman? I think I want to say that I they were nineteen virgin. and twenty or yeah, something like that. Yeah, I was that. a virgin at that age. Um, <laughs> okay, let's do just me or everyone. Sometimes I ponder on something I have thought or done. Is it just me or everyone? All right. James Minor says, when I notice someone has an obvious and errant hair jetting from their nose, ear, or eyebrow, I have the urge to yank it out. I think we all do. Definitely. Oh, yeah. Okay. Lynn Robinson, I hate pulpy lemonade and orange juice and would rather stay thirsty than drink that shit. I'm uh, okay with pulp. Hold on a second. Can we go back to the last one? Pulp's delicious. Chris didn't say a damn word, but he covered his whole hand with his face like this. I want to know what the fuck that just meant. I was just like, I hope they don't, I don't, I don't have any. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, no, pulp. I, I love pulp. Pulp's I hate delicious. pulp. Fuck pulp. I like pulp. If I swore. Yeah. You you don't swear? I took care of it I for you. I try not to. I, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. How have I never even noticed that before? She said she works clean. I, well, I, I know, but I figure. It just sounds like really awkward. I feel like Jenna is of the opinion that Matt works blue enough for all five of us. That's what I'm here for. I used to never swear. And it was just, it was great because then when I did, it was like, oh, crap. Chris cussed, he must really be mad. So it's like, because I didn't cuss when I did, yeah. it just had a lot more meaning. had more emphasis. Yeah. Yeah, I just, it doesn't come out naturally. I don't know. 
It'd be I'd do it wrong probably. Not even yourself <laughs> when you're alone. No, huh? not really. All right. Um, wait, are you? But but you're not. Are you offended by all of us? Aside not from at that? all. Because Matt's well, offensive. Well, yeah, Matt's very yeah, offensive. <laughs> Am I really that no, bad? No, we're just, we're just pulling your leg. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> no, it doesn't bug me. I just okay. bring a little edge. <laughs> yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah. Andy Beach says, when I see a wedding ring on a really attractive woman, I automatically assume her husband is an asshole who mistreats her. Um, well, not that, but I think I did go through a phase where I always assumed that whoever anyone was with was probably no good for them. But I think there's an age where you can safely assume that. <laughs> Maybe I'm young, but when I see a really attractive woman, I have no fucking idea what's going on on her fingers. Ah. Mm. But that's true of, of all women. I don't, I don't notice wedding rings. I don't yeah. know. Have you ever found yourself flirting with someone and then you realize they have a ring on or they're married? No. I, well, yes, <sighs> but I didn't initiate that. Mm-hmm. I don't understand. I guess I'm not clear. So just by seeing the wedding ring on a really beautiful woman means her husband is a jerk. I think so, yeah. I think he instantly assumes so it's like, that he'd be better. It's a pretty big jump. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Allison, you yeah, just nailed it. That's broad. That he thinks he'd he'd be right for yeah, her. Yeah. Absolutely, what it is. That's exactly. What She's this married means. to a dick. Dot right. dot dot. I, she should be married to me. Yes. Okay. I'd I appreciate her more. The yeah. other way around. If thing. I see like okay. some like insanely hot chick with like some dude like that, you know, it's just like a regular guy. He's probably like I'm. I don't know. I think like, oh man, is she like? Is it the money? <laughs> or like you like you like you see? I don't know. Like I hate to use like. She's bitchy. She looks bitchy. There are girls who just look bitchy, some, and that's an awful accusation. But it's okay. Yeah, and, and I assume like, oh man, she must suck. Like she's married to this old dude, and she's like, tw- like twenty, thirty years younger, and and uh, I don't know. Has anyone seen the video online that's called uh, "Bitchy Resting Face"? No, it's making the rounds on social media right now. It just, I think it's a little over a million views. I saw. It Wait, yesterday. is it resting bitch face? There's probably because a couple that are uploaded under the same. What rank. is it? Because someone tweeted. I'm giving some attention. Get get your go. Get it ready. Someone tweeted a photo from New York and it's like, "Hey Brian, hey Adam, look at Allison's resting bitch face." Hey, and t- hey, hey, go fuck yourself. <laughs> and so I looked at it and it was just me, um, like looking down. I did not think I looked especially bitchy. No. Well, I absolutely didn't know about this. this <laughs> but tweet. maybe it's a meme. Uh, well, I mean, this video is popular right now. It's been going around for the last few days, but it's like a—is it all a, my face? No, it's a it's a <laughs> it's a faux infomercial with like actors and actresses. It's pretty funny. What is it about? It's about how you may assume that a chick's a bitch, but that may just she may just be suffering from resting bitchy face. I'm sure all the girls that I think are bitch are actually quite nice, and they just might be suffering from. And is it when they're resting their RBF. face or that their face looks bitchy when they rest their face? That, yeah, like basically the that default. in everyday life as you are walking around not making a facial expression, you look like a bitch. <laughs> yeah, I have, I say, have friends who – I have a friend who qualifies under that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was going to say I also – before I lived with Gary and my college buddies, I lived in North Hollywood with a bunch of girls and just random people over the years. And one of the girls that I lived with, she would cop to the fact that she had this bitchy face where – Everybody always assumed that she was in a bad mood or she was angry, but she would tell me she's like, "This is just my face. Like, <laughs> this is just me, normal." But people she's always like think that I'm mad at them well, or that I'm judging. She probably gets asked all the time because my other friend would say, "Everyone just always asks me, are you okay?'" Yeah, like, why don't you smile? Aww. 
Yeah, it's it's sad to be afflicted with such a thing. Right. Just smile. Just smile. But oh god, but you can't smile all the time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just walk around with a fake smile plastered on your face. Ugh. No, don't do that. I was in um, so many years ago when my grandfather died. I was in Florida, uh, like sitting on the pier, and I was kind of sad because he had just died. And this person walked by and he's like, "Smile." Doesn't it make you mad? It makes me want to trip him. But like of all times to say that though, especially in that town where everyone's so old, someone's dying all the time anyway. Well, and yeah. it's, that's the thing. Nobody you don't know smiles. why I'm sad. Right. I can legitimately be sad here, and that's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I always find it weird when people like the greeting is like, "Oh, how are you?" Because um, a couple times I have gotten awful. Like, and it's just like, oh, I don't want to hear this. Yeah. Like it's just like it's a weird greeting. Like, hi, how are you? Um, when really, like, if you say you're sad, then uh, that sucks. Well, see, that's a good question. What should the question be when you call someone? Because Daniel feels oh. that, what, hey, what are you doing, is kind of an intrusive question. And I feel like it's – but I feel like it's just a matter of – um, oh, my God. What the fuck is the word? A something of speech? Figure. Yes, it's just a figure of speech. It's just like, what's up? What's going on? How are you? Yeah, it's yeah. just a. It's basically saying, is there anything going on in your life so important that you need to say it? So then I, because I want to say what I want to say, but I don't want to step on you. You should do that next time. Well, say, hey, do you have anything important to say that you might want to talk to me about? <laughs> even though I'm not going to listen to it. When it's you and Daniel, because <laughs> I have something I really need to tell I want you to say about. about yeah. yeah. When it's you and Daniel, the how are you is fine. I think um, it's more like this, like the the cashier at the grocery store. Oh, hey, yeah. how are you doing? I don't awful like I my grandpa just died like that that I think that's weird like they they have no idea what they're getting themselves So then into. it's our right. responsibility then we just have to fake it right like yeah. fine what well, you, right Chris, I don't know. It, it yeah. is it is, I don't know what, what what they should be asking but it it is now like Did you find everything okay It is now the <laughs> the uh the, it's like a hello now it's like uh, when someone's like oh hey what's up like do you really want to know or or I'll just say oh what's up Yeah like that, that it's like saying hi but I'm not I'm not going to tell you what's up. <laughs> Kids just do the head thing now. That's like what I yeah. – they just Sup. do like a – Sup. Yeah. Yeah. Check your unspoken. But yeah, I, I don't know. It's just I always found it weird because I used to work at places where I'd at. Like the greeting was, oh, hi. How's it going? And like a guy walked in super sad. And it's like not good. And it's like, oh, well, should I dig in a little deeper? Like I just <laughs> I just met you. just walked in. So yeah, it's, uh, that was weird. I think I say how's it going. Hey, yeah. how's it going? That's What's what I up? say. It's usually my go-to. Yeah. What's up? What's new? I think I alternate between the two of those. I think the most difficult person to have this conversation with is the delivery guy. Yeah. Because you know you know what their answer is going to be when you ask them what's going on. The answer is always just driving food. Just driving <laughs> food around. But at the same time, you know that they're just driving food around and that they've been to 40 houses. And so you – like at least for me, I want to be the house they remember. Because I want them to think, hey, we should go to that house first next time. Give oh, them their wow. food first. But yeah, I always the default is, hey, what's up? And then the guy's always like, yep, just delivering pizzas. I feel like oh, – Okay, cool. Well, a, thanks. A, a big tip is what would speak to them louder than sparkling conversation. No. no. <laughs> I think, zero tip. I think Allison's on to something. <laughs> All right. Eric Fusco says, oh, speaking of pizza, when I order a pizza, I eat four slices. But I'll never eat more than two at a time when I have leftovers. I hope it's a four-slice pizza. <laughs> what the hell is going on? Well, first of all, that was funny. Well said, Chris, under the line <laughs> with Chris's insinuation that you must eat an entire pizza. <laughs> but no, that's crazy. 
That's kooky yeah, talk. I don't He's, know. Is he saying when it's hot, he'll eat four? Is this the is this the difference versus when it's it left over? It sounds like it. Nah. I mean, well, l- maybe listen. It's- <laughs> here's the here's the math. He's talking about an eight slice piece of pizza. Mm-hmm. He's saying that he always eats four. He eats half the pizza, and then. He takes the other half and he splits it over two nights. That's Matt's normal. taking liberties. Or, no, no, no. That, or, Matt's taking let liberties. Let me take some liberties then. <laughs> or he eats them hot, four slices, and then the next day he sees there's cold pizza in his fridge. But he's going to eat something later probably as well. So he just eats one or two cold knowing there's other meals in sight. Whereas – I think that figures into my eight slice <laughs> yeah. theory. That, that's a possibility too. Or it is you eat, four, you eat four for dinner. <laughs> but different. You Same eat, sport, different And thing. then you wake up. To two more pieces, and then we go for another two pieces. Just like man, <laughs> like the reason you didn't go for the four breakfast, I just ate pizza. So. I think the bottom line is it's just him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, sorry, buddy. Just you, man. <laughs> All right, eat we more tried. Pizza. Come on, we eat really tried. We did. <laughs> Boinkity. I sometimes wonder if I am a little racist because I don't get turned on by interracial porn. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, any guy out there should be at least a little turned out with an Asian girl in there. Just a little bit. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> that sounds more racist. Wait, what about the guy? It what is. If the guy... I'm trying to help this guy out here. Okay? Does, the, does, the, does the guy matter? No. To you. <laughs> no. I don't think the guy ever matters to the guy, watch, the straight guy watching him porn. Who cares what the guy looks like? Really? What if he's like in a wheelchair? <laughs> what sites do you go to? I don't to? know. No, I'm, I'm just, I I'm would trying. be fine with that. I would absolutely be fine with that. It would be a weird. It would be a weird males in this conversation. No, no, no ask that we move on. What? Yeah, no These two are digging themselves a terrible grave, and they just have a fucking bulldozer, and they're keeping no, at just, it. I'm Let trying to think of like it. the exact opposite of like what you are. Oh, because he's so just wheelchair. wheelchair. <laughs> the exact opposite of someone that I, I have no part in this. Wow. Not now I'm with Gary. Let's move on, okay? He's standing in front of me. That's the first thing I think of. I don't know. Move on, That's a please. compliment. That's oh, a I compliment. see it as one. I see it as one. Not to someone in a wheelchair, but. <laughs> I'm just saying, yeah, absolutely. I would be totally turned on if a smoking hot chick was fucking a guy in a wheelchair. <laughs> I would be totally fine with that. It would not be oh. my go-to if I saw I'm, so I'm on sorry. a porn site and there's like 50 videos to choose from. I'm not going to go first click wheelchair video, sure. But if the girl's super hot, why not? I don't care. It's fine. Third click. Third click. All yeah, right. it would be... So I'd you don't s- care what the guy looks like ever? I would open it in a new tab. <laughs> you don't care what the guy looks like? Do you guys like. do incognito what is web that? browsing? Is that a sex move? Hell no. yeah. No. <laughs> on your browser, you can open an incognito window. Yes. I, don't, I, don't I think have he does. no idea what that means. What's so an inc- hold, hold on a second. Hold on a second. So you're saying if I open your laptop right now and type in Y-O-U into a web browser? Oh, you'll get – oh, yeah. You absolutely will. <laughs> All of the porn that I've looked at will pop up. You need to fucking I typed on. on your computer something earlier today and then I ate my <laughs> hands. I don't understand the purpose of an incognito window. If you're looking at porn, I'm assuming that you are by yourself. Why do I need this to be incognito? No, it well, it, it, from your it, it when your mother your tries to borrow your computer and go to YouTube or some shit, or your girlfriend, or Whatever. your nephew, or your roommate. Like, fine. I honestly don't care about any of that. It's totally fine. I look at porn. Mm-hmm. Fine. Does anyone else notice that Gary is so popular? Every time he opens up his mic, we hear a text or a phone vibrate. We're like 10 for 10 on that. Absolutely no one knew that was me until you just fucking said it, because Allison's looked at her own phone every single time. So thanks, Dick. I'm just saying. Thank you, Dick. For the last two weeks, I've been hearing episodes where Gary pops in and a text goes off. What if the guy was, like, green? You wouldn't care. Did you say green? Yeah. Like Hulk porn? Like I'm talking Hulk, Hulk porn? Like, yeah, what if he was a Hulk? Do they have that? 
Yes, they absolutely Wait, do are you have serious? that. Yes, Chris is saying that because he saw a Hulk porn on shit. Yeah, that's definitely real. I yeah. just like to go back to Matt's weird obsessions with like wheelchair porn or whatever. Since he put me on blast for testing. I feel messages. bad. No, don't use the wheelchair thing. But I feel awful. Like oh, wheelchairs. Like I don't mean it as a bad thing. It's just it's different. It's not. I feel. Oh. It's okay, Chris. You're not hating Damn on people it. in wheelchairs. We get it. I feel I like love I love wheelchair should... people. I call them wheelchair people. <laughs> <laughs> You're making it worse for yourself. Just, we know. Uh... We know your heart. You're a good person. Yes, but green people. Ugh. So there's green people porn. <laughs> there is green people porn. I, Are they I'm both never... green or is it no. inter green? It's like it's. I believe it's, it's like interchromatic. Ooh, I like that. Nice. Is that what they really call it? It doesn't matter what the guy looks like. It's like a co- it's like a cosplay. It's like a costume thing. Oh. So wait, does it matter what the guy looks like for you, Chris? Sounds like it does. Yeah. Totally. I wouldn't watch green porn. Yeah. So I, you do you move on. want Do you want someone who looks like you? Well, no, cuz not a lot of people look like me in the porn industry. Cuz you're too handsome for yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck. Uh, <laughs> no, actually Uh, no. <laughs> like this what is so, what what is the barrier for you? What if he was what? Can you not get past it? If the guy looks like what, does that pose a problem? I I don't know. Um, oh, wheelchair. Yeah, wheelchair. Um, if he's if he's like too Asian, I don't know. She's like, oh, it's a little too Asian. Nope. Uh, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, really? No, why I, why is the two Asian thing too much? I don't know. It's just like Do you feel cuz then do you feel like it's like a um, like a burlesque of you trying to find yourself or something cuz you're a little yeah, Asian? Yeah, see I don't I don't want it to seem like I don't want to seem right. like it, it, I'm looking for me. Yeah, so. you got to find perfect random yeah. guy. Yeah, like guy, yeah, podcast producing dude. <laughs> <laughs> you guys doing a podcast in here? Um, Wait, is interracial porn its own thing, or is it just that there are sometimes... It's a thing. Okay. Always? I don't know. Depends on what site you go to, I guess. I feel like a general porn site's going to have a little bit of everything on it. But I mean, is it it like a category, or do you just mean porn that has people... Interracial is absolutely a category, but it's also just going to... You're just going to... Yeah, just porn. People tape themselves having sex of all shapes and sizes and colors. Mm-hmm. But yeah, if you really if you had a fetish for that, yeah, you could, I mean a decent porn site you could probably filter for something like that. All right, this is an awesome conversation. Yeah. Thomas Crane well, says, mic, <laughs> "Is it just me? The term gastropub makes me think they serve food to purposefully make people definitely. Fart. I used to always have that reaction. Yeah, me like too. gastronomy sounds like um, the, the, curing diseases or something. I mean, Not aren't food. gastropubs specifically burgers and beer?" I feel like it, it actually yeah. is what yeah. he's saying. Yeah. In a roundabout way. So it's not just you. <laughs> All right. Johnny Pomato says, devastated when I eat a red jelly belly only to discover it's cinnamon and not very cherry. Yes. Mm. Oh, yes. No. Th- what's worse is I when you I kind of like think... the cinnamon, I think. Ugh, but yeah. not mixed delicious. in with fruit. No. no. Yes. No, I, I'm more offended when I'm thinking I'm getting lemon and I get banana. Mm. Ew. Yeah. That's tough. I feel no. like this is sort of like. No, I don't think that's the same. <laughs> I agree. I don't think that's the same because I think you're going from the cinnamon and cherry are wildly different spectrums. I don't. The, I, I think I'd be pleasantly surprised with, with the cinnamon just because I enjoy cinnamon. So that's mm. that's like thinking you're getting lime or apple and getting mint or something. Yeah. Like it's saying like if or you were eating a lemon one and then you were going to pop in a cherry and it was cinnamon, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Like okay. you pick something up, think it's cherry, pop it in, like oh this is going to be great, and then you go. Oh. <laughs> 
think I like Jelly Bellies that much, though. Yeah. I think even if you like the alternate flavor, like I love cherry, I'm okay with cinnamon. If I knew I was putting a cinnamon in my mouth, it would be fine. But that moment where yeah. your brain and your mouth like are trying to compute the flavor, mm. that is a hor- it's a horrible yeah, it's like feeling. Poison. <laughs> horrible feeling. <laughs> poison in my mouth. Yeah, I could I love the taste of cinnamon, but in that moment it tastes like bird shit because it's not <laughs> it's not cherry, so it freaks my brain out. Yeah. So how do you know how bird shit tastes? Let's move on. Laurel Cree Safuli says, I eat all of the lettuce in my salad first so I can have a pile of delicious toppings left over to scarf down at the end. Um, I could get behind that, but I don't do that. I feel like Agreed. that happens anyways to me, even if I don't try. I feel like it doesn't apply with salad. I'm trying to think of something where it's similar and it does apply. Like we talked I, about cereal earlier, like Lucky Charms. That's what I was just going to yeah, say. Yeah, you can eat all of the like grain so that you have all the marshmallow at the end. I right. always I've never that. done it with salad though. Not with the salad. I like the lettuce, so I'm happy to mix it all up. Yep. Abe Lopez gets super nervous and tongue-tied when I call someone expecting a voicemail and they actually answer yes. Totally. I kind of hate <laughs> that. <laughs> I think I'm actually worse at leaving voicemails. Pretty sure there's a way to directly dial into voicemail on a cell phone. What? Oh, there probably is. I think I'm, I'm 90% sure that there is. At least it used to be that on certain carriers, like on AT&T and uh, what was it before AT&T bought it that began with a P? Pacific Bell? That sounds right. There, there is a way. There's like a, a button you press. Yeah, there's, there's like a specific – like there's a number you can call and then I think you put in the cell phone number. Like you call like right, AT&T's you... like message center and yeah. then you put in the mailbox number, which is the cell phone number, and then you get rights to their voicemail. I think I thought there was a way like when you just call somebody and while it's ringing, you just like press something and then it goes to their voicemail. Is that not Wouldn't a thing? That I don't nice. think that's true. Oh. Wait, okay. My my guess is like after like the fifth ring and he's that's when he's preparing for voicemail and then he gets the hello. No, this reads to me like somebody who's calling because I know what he's talking about. This is somebody who's calling and wants to leave a voicemail right. and he's just praying they don't answer. Yeah. It's akin to calling someone when you knew they were at work on a home phone. And okay. then they're taking a day off and they pick up and you're totally flustered. Totally. Um, I don't know if this will still be timely when this airs, but right? does anyone here have Time Warner besides me? Nope. You have it? Oh. Yeah. Well, because they're not in a CBS and Showtime oh. and I don't know what else is not there. And I'm just wondering, I've heard that you can call and say... Uh, they're like petitions. Like, will you com- will you compensate me? And they'll g- either give you or channels or give you a break. And I just want to know if anyone knows anything about it. Yeah, no, they don't. will. They will. But you have to be. You should have your dad call for you. For I'm real? Not, I'm not kidding. Like, you should have your dad call and say he's Daniel because that's gross. No, I'm <laughs> <laughs> only if you want to make it like that. Jeez, creep. No, I was going back to the thing about the car keys. Like, your dad and oh. my mom are more oh, assertive. Oh, I see. Yes. Like, have him call up and just demand. Some sort of compensation and threaten to go to Directv. So you have to, so it, so they're not just handing it out. You have to threaten no, to you, leave. No, you have to you have to complain and illustrate the ways in which like those are channels right, like that I you love, watch frequently yeah. and that how Ray Donovan is a big part of your life. And if you don't get to see the last season of Dexter, then it's worth canceling your thing. And that going actually to is why we got Showtime. All right, so. I don't watch it anymore, but that is Either, why. I don't know if Daniel is more authoritative than you, but like I don't feel like you and I – like I tried My mom – you know, my mom is the one who – my mom would walk out of there with like 15 years of free cable and um, <laughs> Michael C. Hall would come to her house and perform it in her living room. Yeah, when DirecTV <laughs> – DirecTV was having a problem with something at the end of last year and yeah. I, I saw on Twitter 
DirecTV was retweeting people that were that were saying I called DirecTV customer service and they gave me NFL Sunday ticket, which is four hundred bucks for free. And I called up and flipped out and walked away with like twenty five bucks off my bill <laughs> for like one month. And they were like, and if it if it doesn't get fixed by next month, that's it. You can leave. But Gary, didn't you do something when you first moved into our place about your cell phone plan? With our oh, cell tower? Because well, I remember you moved yeah. in and you bitched at somebody and then they, they hooked you up. Yeah, that was a little different. We don't have cell service at our house because we live in the hills. And they make a thing for all the different carriers that you can just plug into like a high-speed internet connection. And it basically makes it a hotspot at your house. And I called up and said, I don't have service in my new house and I need one of these things. And they were like, oh, that's no problem. We'll sell you one for 150 bucks." And I was like oh, – at first she was like – well, what's your address? Let me let me look at this. And she pulls it up, and she's like, well, it says we have service in your area, but, whoa, there's a lot of these around your house, so maybe we – let's look into this. And then she's like, 150 bucks. And I was like, you just said there's a lot in the area. Like, I don't have service. I would like to keep paying you, but I'll happily tell you to fuck off and go to Verizon that has service if you're going to charge me what it would cost for an early termination fee. And, like, 10 minutes later, a manager got on the phone and was like, you know what? We'll take care of that for free, but you owe us one. I'm like, fuck you, bro. Oh, you won? He said that? Wow. (laughs) uh, He did say, like, he did did say, like, you know, we are doing this as a personal favor to you, and I would prefer it if you would not tell anyone else we have done this. Like, whatever. He was trying to make it feel like he was doing me this giant favor when I know they do this online. I learned about this by reading online forums. Like, they do this. Yeah. All right, and here's my other question that I'm going to say right into the microphone, even though this is totally something to talk to you guys about afterwards, but I don't care. So um, by the time this airs, this will have already happened, but tomorrow is Daniel's birthday, and uh, we have dinner reservations, so I sort of have a hard out, and we have an Adam Carolla show at 7. Is there any way I can actually get out of here at 8.30? Yes, if Adam arrives on time and decides to do a 90-minute show. That's bullshit. <laughs> That's absolutely a lie, Matt. I'm not saying it's going to happen. Well, just even in your does. scenario, you there's to... a seven to nine minute break. Mm. You have to leave by 8.30? Well, I mean, no, no, I have to leave as soon as I can. I'm just trying to realistically figure out what time I'm actually going to be able to leave. Where are you guys going to dinner? Uh, it's on Melrose. 9.15 reservation. Okay. Oh, I, yeah. I, well, actually, what happened is originally it was a 9 p.m. reservation because I thought we had a show at Amalfi. But then we, I changed it. I to 9.30. So I You're will fine. make that then. Oh, yeah, yeah, Okay. To get to – assuming you can go straight from here to there without having to go home and do whatever. Well, I actually have to go home to get him. Well, actually that – it's on the way As though. long as you don't have to go home and do your makeup or like go inside if you yeah. just have to drive by the house, then I think as long as you leave here by like 9, 8.55, you're probably fine. We'll have Kalen brew decaf. There you go. <laughs> I get tired. <laughs> <laughs> no, because then I'll just go on about decaf, and that'll make you the show four it. hours. Tomorrow's going to be a long show. <laughs> it is. It is because Adam of loves the guest. Jay Moore. Mm. And is there's no point in telling him that I have have to leave at a certain point? Is there? I would never do that. Sure. No, I, I mean, I told him that I've had to leave, <laughs> sure. but I'm not sure. on tell him he's going to say leave whenever you want. Yeah, and then That's he's going to make the show an hour and forty five minutes, like like he always does. That's what he does. No, honestly, I think it'll be fine. If you if you told him that you have to bug out at the end of the show, I mean, listen, I've I've told Adam that I had to leave a little early to catch a show. He's going to have a reaction. God, that's the point. I don't want it. I don't want him okay, to. You know, yeah, yeah, then then don't because he I will have a reaction. No, no. Don't At, tell him. I think I I disagree with him. I think you should. Um, I've I was in the car with Adam one day and he was talking about um going to New York. It wasn't this last time, but the time before. 
and how like you or Brian wanted to go early. And he's like, you know what? I really appreciate it. they didn't try to trick me like into saying like they just said, hey, I'd love to just take an extra day in New York. And he's like, I really appreciate when people just do that and I'll give it to him. And um, and yeah, like, he just 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 lay it out flat. And he's he's a pretty decent guy. Like he'll he I think he'll understand. Yeah, I, I feel like I mean because he knows Daniel and everything. I feel like yeah. if I say because it's not like I'm saying I have to miss work. I'm just saying I have a reservation. I'm trying to get to. Can it, you know? Do you think I can? We can, well, see, but I don't want to say like, okay, can we keep the show short? You know, well, no, but no, see, just, that's just, the, that's the danger. That's the risk you run. And Chris, I know what you're saying, but I I think that's a different situation when it applies to affecting the the actual product, which is the show. And if you if you do say to him, I have this dinner I have to get to, I think the risk you run is, well, if you have to leave, go ahead and leave. And you're not going to do that, are right. you? Are you going to bail with 12 minutes left in the show? No. So then why bring it up? Because he's not going to – Right, you're right. You're he's going not going to gonna say, shorten it. Unless you were going to say, I have to go to this thing, so can you please keep the show short, which I think is not something you can say. Right. Then what's the point of even bringing it up? Are you, but you're not suggesting that he's going to go extra long because I mention it, are you? No. Okay. I think the show's going to go as long as it goes because of the guest. Right. Yeah. I I'm I'm standing halfway between Gary and Chris here. I think <laughs> that no matter what you do, Adam is going to have a reaction. And I mean that as generally as it sounds. Unless so, you do nothing. Right. If you do nothing, right, then it won't make any difference one way or the other. But I've had to leave early because I'm going to see a concert and it's fine. I go leave early, but I also take a little bit of you shit. You aren't the heart of the show like I am, That's though. right. I, I don't <laughs> have content on the show. No, but I'm serious, though. Yeah. I don't have, we do the news at the end of the show. So if you tell Adam that you're leaving early, right. that means no news for the end of the show. It might miff him a little bit. But I don't think he's going to fire you and like scream and yell at you for doing it. He will. He will take a mental note. He will give you whatever reaction he's going to give you. And you guys will move forward from there. Yeah. I don't I don't it's not a bad thing or a good thing. It's just a thing. It's just how it is when you work here. <laughs> I don't know. That sounds horrible, but you know what I'm saying. No, now. I know what you're saying. It's yeah. true. I say just right. be honest, but that's Yeah, be on, be yeah, I'm I, with think, Chris too. I think be honest. I think you're I think it's go. fine if this is what I think. I think I could be honest, there's not gonna be any problem, but I do think Gary's right that the show is not I don't think don't the show will be for short. The show to be right. short. Just let keep him aware of it, and he might even end it a little shorter. Yeah, Adam would probably be fine to let you go do it and then finish up the show with him and Brian and something. Like I don't think that he will shorten the content of the show because it's the Adam Carolla show. It's still going to be his show, regardless of who's sitting next to him for the last twenty minutes of the show. He's still going to have stuff on his mind to talk about. So I think you can go if you want to. Right. I just but don't think there I would is going to. Early. There will be <laughs> a conversation. Weird. This show, uh, that episode that we're talking about right now, would have aired a week and a day ago. So they'll already know so what happened. If things, if things go awry and then they hear something really <laughs> weird, explain like you're gonna be fine. <laughs> I think that, that'd just be weird. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for joining me. Hey, you guys, if you're going to buy something on Amazon, which you are because they have everything, uh, click through the banner on my website, AllisonRosen.com. It doesn't cost you anything extra. It helps the show. Also, we have a special ringtone. Hey, 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 go fuck yourself. You can get that by searching, uh, hey, go fuck yourself with your iPhone. Search the iTunes store uh, or just search iTunes. And then also we have a special bonus. I said special. We have a special, a special bonus episode that we recorded live at the LA Podcast Festival with Doug Benson and Greg Proops. That is a dollar ninety nine. You can get that in the comedy album section of the iTunes Store. Um, and uh, my, I know I have to tell everyone where to find everyone. I'm not leaving anything else out. Okay, you can follow Gary on Twitter at G Patrick Smith. 
for Matt, go to therewillbespoilers.com. For Chris, follow at Chris Loxamana. For Jenna Kim Jones, follow at Jenna Kim Jones. And for me, you can follow at Allison Rosen. That's all on Twitter. Um, I love you guys, and I'll talk to you later. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen Show?